Welcome to another edition of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode this week. I will say that this is a almost off-the-cuff episode. I, I say every week that I'm going to go through my list of planned things that I'm going to talk about, and literally five minutes before I forget, and sure enough, i got to come up with something to talk about every week. But nonetheless, I'm just going to cover... A couple of things for today's episode that I have coming up soon. Uh, a few exciting things that I'm eager to announce as I'm going through my phone looking up stuff. Uh, yeah, the week has been fairly busy. You know, just trying to keep up with work and you know things that come up on the side. Having to get my car fixed up, you know, getting parts here and there and picking up my new guitar that I talked about last week and more on that to come too. I have a lot of stuff lined up for that. I just broke it in just a little while ago. I finished my weekly guitar lesson through Zoom and I got to tell you that thing plays and sounds amazing. So like I said, more on that to come. I do have a few videos I'm planning to record maybe kind of going covering this whole thing um another project that I'm also eager to announce but like I said you know I'll cover that towards the tail end of this episode but for this week's episode very interestingly enough it got me really curious as to what everybody else is thinking regarding the the state of Texas reopened, and I'm not going to, disclaimer, I'm not going to spend much of this time talking about the state of Texas reopening, but much more of the state of live music as the state prepares to reopen 100% next week. So, I will reference an article that that I came through. Through, I mostly get my music news through Blabbermouth. That's really where everything kind of comes through, where I catch up all of my interviews and new music that's coming out, things like that. Let me go look for this article real quick. And it just made, it made headlines completely. As a lot of you already know, again, unless you're living under a rock, the, see, I lost it again. I should be more well prepared when I'm going to talk about stuff like this. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, we're, we're going to roll through with them little by little. When did this man, basically what it was, it was an article. Stay here we go. So this article was from dated March 2nd, 2021 on Blabbermouth. Headline reads, Texas and Mississippi to allow concert venues to reopen at full capacity. Masks no longer required. So with reopening the state of Texas um, effective on March 10th, the 
question was, not more of a question, but more of a statement. There was a statement that came out last month from the CEO of Live Nation saying that he was, quote, optimistic that large-scale American concerts were closer than ever to returning. Furthermore, a clear outline to 75% to 100% capacity for outdoor U.S. events in 2021 was looking likely to be greenlit. Now, here comes a major problem with that. Again, I'm not going to go into the whole vaccine, mask ordeal. That's, I feel, that's everybody else's business. You know, that's your personal choice that you make. Whether you decide to get vaccinated or whether you decide to keep wearing a mask or not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge you. I'm not gonna question you. You do what you gotta do, and I'm gonna do what I gotta do to, you know, to keep plowing on, as they say. But yeah, the the for me, it's not so much reopening. It's more of what I'm seeing is a lot of these festivals and major major tours overseas you know like europe and stuff like that they're all being pushed back to 2022 i think one of the ones that i saw was the download festival that's held in the uk every year was pushed to 2022 and you still have kiss and iron maiden headlining those uh two days i believe So it's just a matter of, and every day I see a new festival that's being either canceled or postponed, yet you have Texas and Mississippi reopening. So you just have to wonder what what it's going to be like as far as these concerts coming back. Because we're talking about big amphitheater concerts. We're not talking about... Shows that you're going to go see at the House of Blues or like Warehouse Live. I'm talking about stuff that you're going to go see at the Woodlands or, you know, your big outdoor shed amphitheaters. That's a big, big step towards, um, I don't know what it, what the main goal is here. <laughs> but I think I speak for myself when I say, you know, it would rather be best to wait put a hold on these shows because i mean number one and look i've been to so many concerts by now i can't even begin i have to go back and count them from 2010 all the way to 2020 in a span of 10 years i can't begin to tell you the amount of money that i spent the amount of t-shirts that i've bought the many times i've seen multiple bands so but I speak for myself when I do say that concerts are really the last thing people are thinking of actually going to go see. You have to wonder. There's still a lot of people that haven't had a job since all this started almost a year ago. Unemployment runs out, so you really don't have any any type of money coming in. And say you do get stricken with the with the virus. You got to deal with that. And say you do end up in a situation where the winter storm from two weeks ago, three weeks ago, affects you as well. 
So you have a lot of factors coming into play. No money, the virus, winter storm. And that's just the state of Texas. And you're thinking about reopening for concerts? One thing for sure, I, I will say this, and this is a reality. As far as the future of live music and the future of all these classic artists, a lot of these a lot of these guys and gals, they're not gonna want to go out on tour. They're not wanting to be held liable for any of that stuff that happens when somebody gets sick, much less you know dies from catching the the COVID nineteen virus. You have to wonder. You have to invest for testing, for vaccines, implement safety protocol. I mean, it's just a wide variety of things that you have to do to be able to pull this off. Because let's face it, you cannot you cannot operate at 10 percent, 15 percent and have just a handful of people coming to go see you. It just doesn't make sense financially. Now, I'm saying this because, look, like I said, I've been to so many shows. I've read up on what goes on behind the scenes. I know what it's like, and I'm sure people listening to this have been to multiple concerts in the past, whether it's been, you know, outdoors or indoors. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You're not just going, you know, just to see the band. If you're going, if you're person that likes to go see shows you're gonna go have a good time you know you're gonna buy a cup of drinks buy some food if you get hungry if you like a specific t-shirt that you want to get if you are one of the lucky ones that does have enough money you're gonna you're probably gonna want to do the vip experience get to meet the band etc etc you got to pay for parking it's just a before you know it, you spent way too much money for a show. <laughs> and like I was saying, I don't know what I was saying. Sorry about that. What I was saying was, even with a, even with a vaccine, even with herd immunity, look, I'm a major proponent. This is just me personally in people, you know, looking out for people and being safe about things you can still have shows but you know be cautious about it be safe just like every everything else is going on you know people are still going to stores stores are still operating restaurants are still operating and people are making the decision as to whether or not they're you know gonna, gonna if you're a business if you're gonna continue enforcing the mask mandate at as effective as next week I believe it's no longer enforced the state's no longer enforcing it but it is still encouraged that businesses and you know other places you know decide whether or not they want they do want to enforce it or not and by what I've been seeing is that a majority of places around town are still enforcing it no matter what so there's that and 
from what I'm seeing coming from the police department is that if you refuse to comply with these mandates, they will push forward any criminal charges that, you know, might be presented because, hey, they're they're a place of business. They have the right to do whatever it is that they want to do. Just like they say, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Now they just throw in the mask. No mask, we can't give you service. Not delving too much into, you know, people's beliefs and what's not. People have some some strange beliefs, believe, believe it or not. But I just feel that, and this is just my opinion, that reopening soon like this, especially to do shows, that's the last thing on people's minds to go watch a... And I'll tell you this. Look, when they're talking about reopening... They're not talking about holding these major, major tours. Unless, you know, these bands decide to come just do a whole tour of the state of Texas. That seems pretty far-fetched. I just don't... I just don't see a band... And look, unless you're Kiss, who has tons of money that can get away with performing a show in Dubai in the middle of all this it it can be done everything just has to fall in order so with that being said you're going to start seeing a lot of these tribute acts a lot of cover bands a lot of these low tier bands and artists that really need to make money no matter what it takes because that's all they do A lot of major artists and musicians have, including myself, quote unquote, wannabe musician, have taken this time. You know, if you're either doing recording new music, you're taking music lessons, um, you're doing live stream shows, you're doing these online workshops, you know, like I see all these artists doing master classes, anything to keep your fans engaged and have some sort of income coming in. I just can't imagine what it's like being a a working musician nowadays. If you're if you're on your feet about everything, you know, if you're on tap with whatever's going on out there and you know, in touch with technology and whatnot, you should be doing pretty fine. If you're if you're like a YouTube personality or somebody like like a Tim Pierce session guitarist or like a Pete Thorne a Rick Beato you're doing okay I'm not saying you're making boatloads of cash but you're doing you're doing okay you're already doing that before so you just kind of ease your way into doing a lot more of it me I wish that I wish you know fortunately because I do have a career already in place I just don't at this time, I don't have my energy's not focused on you know just doing that because I do want to do it at the end of the day. It is a full life lifelong goal to build my own little home studio and just do anything I want with that, whether it's do sessions or rent it out to people, have people come and record people, just really 
getting my feet wet in all aspects of, of this whole thing, whether it's playing guitar, learning how to play the bass, learning a bit of keyboards, playing the drums, programming some drum machine sounds, recording podcasts, anything like that. So as far as the state of live music and the future of live music, there is some light at the end of the tunnel. I just don't feel like it's going to be as soon as people actually thought. 2022 seems pretty reasonable. I'm just thinking of bands like, you know, Kiss and Ozzy and all these guys are are way up in their 70s already going into them. So, and the years, the years are, the clock is ticking. It's not like it's stopping for anybody. By the time they go out on tour, they're probably going to be like in their mid-70s. And I hate to say it, but there's a lot of artists that, and this is not just in rock and heavy metal. There's just a lot of artists that don't, you know, they suffer from health issues. They have underlying conditions. They're just, they're not going to feel comfortable going out and getting sick. That's just the reality. So they're going to do whatever it takes to, you know, even if it means not working and they're doing something. But live music as we've known it to be, it's going to change. It's going to be a lot different than what it once was. No Warehouse Live has implemented their temperature checks and health screenings and all this stuff they got to do. Which leads me to my final point of what I believe is going to happen. And this is just based off of interviews and things that I've heard around. And just listening to Eddie Trunk on on Sirius XM. There was a thing that, that was bounced around saying something like, they're going to have some sort of system where you have to ensure and prove that that you've been vaccinated in order to be able to purchase a ticket to attend the show. I think they already do that at the airport. I'm not sure because I haven't traveled by airplane since 2012, so I'm sure they have some sort of system, correct me if I'm wrong, but I can probably look it up right now, where I think they just scan your eyeball or something like that. I, I don't remember. I just stuff that I heard, but... All you got to do is scan and your information pops up and everything's there. So it wouldn't strike me as odd that they would go to such lengths. But at this point, nobody wants to be held liable for somebody dying from complications of, of this virus. I know if I was a place of business, I'd do whatever it takes to keep everybody safe. Because not, you're not only getting sick, but you're getting whoever you're coming in contact with sick too. If that, you know, you're probably putting them at risk. They're probably, you know, it'll probably transfer from one person to the next. And, and it's a whole cycle. Again, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. Just things that seem fairly common sense to me. And at a show, you're not talking about 10 people. 
you're talking about 500, 1,000, 5,000, 10,000 people. That's a lot of people. And if you're going to these smaller venues, you're going to see all these metal bands where people are moshing and stuff. That's the last thing you want to do. Be getting hit on and bumped on and whatnot. So it's um very interesting to see where all this is headed. Where all as far as live music goes. And that's why I've been preparing from <laughs> from day one. Because I know that if if and when anything reopens again, there's going to be a massive, massive influx of major artists and bands and even local bands getting out there to play for you guys because, hey, people are waiting for it. They're waiting for live music, whether it's, you know, going to see a band, like I said, even going to a nightclub. Seen a lot of controversy in the last couple months with that. Just a quick side note and quick observation that I made a few days ago when I went to pick up my new guitar at Guitar Center. I was just there a week prior just to try out this this guitar not this guitar specifically but yeah this model specifically but in a different color I did notice there was a a lot of guitars in stock as far as where they're hanging on the wall and things like that I went to go pick up mine a few days ago and I gotta tell you a lot of that stuff was missing (laughs) is that a good thing? sure I even asked the the representative that was helping me. I was like, hey, what's going on with all this? He's like, well, you know, fortunately, since all this started, there's been a massive you know, flux of people buying guitars. And sometimes a specific store won't have it, so they'll probably ship it to them. And I just thought about that. I was like, man, how cool is that? And of course, you know, people might just take up the instrument because they're bored or they have nothing to do. And for others, it just piqued curiosity and they fell in love with it. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be if there's a lot of guitars that are going to be resold again. So I don't know. It's a again, something good has to come out of this. And like I've stated many times before on previous episodes, you know, I've done my best to maximize the downtime that I have here at home for the past year yeah I started on bass lessons but you know that quickly shifted to guitar and I've been having a lot of fun with it I'm not of the notion of being the fastest or the most popular I just want to be able to just just enough for me to be able to play along to a song and be able to back somebody up. That's really what I am at the end of the day. If it comes down to it, I'll be a good backup musician. How's that? (laughs) And I'll be happy with that too. 
Most times when people pick up an instrument, they think they're going to you know, get a lot of fame and fortune out of it. Nah, man, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Do it because you like to do it. Invest the time in it. Go through that journey that I went through in trying to buy this guitar. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. It's just <laughs> in the last two days, every time I just glance over to look at it, I'm like, man, I can't believe I have this thing. But again, I think about those times coming up, going through the different starter guitars and whatnot. So yeah, the state of live music as we know it is trying to make a, a comeback. I think it's just going to be a lot different than what we were used to. Um, again, I just encourage, and this all that's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to encourage people to continue if you're being safe about things and you're, you know, you want to stay healthy, keep doing what you're doing. Don't be reckless. By any means, if you're, if you're one that wears a mask, wear it. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't want to get sick. I know I don't. If you're one that wants to get the vaccine, hey, by any means, go for it. I just got my first dose yesterday. <laughs> Getting ready for my second one in a couple more weeks. So there's that too. Again, the decision is yours to make. If you want to go see a live show when things reopen, completely up to you. You're the one spending the money. So if you were to ask me, I'd give you my opinion on it and leave it at that. So, but like I said, the way things have been rolling right now, it's, uh, you know, I think our focus should be more on helping those that really need the help. And I have seen that from all these. I saw this thing where Metallica a few days ago, they played on Stephen Colbert's show. And shortly, a few minutes after, an article on Blabbermouth came out saying that they had donated about... $75,000 to a, I don't know if it was a charity or to, to like the workers down here or for people in Texas that were affected by the storm, something like that. And I was like, wow, look at these guys. You know, they have all the money in the world. They don't ever have to tour again. Much less, you know, talk to anybody or do anything for anybody. And look at that. They're giving back. And I'm sure there's quite a few more people that do that. And others, you know, simply just don't care. They just care for themselves. But that's a, a really good move on them. To be able to, you know, they still care for for their people and their fans. That's why they're still around to this day. <laughs> Can't say the same for a lot of major acts. What pass around as acts nowadays. And bands. And so, uh, that's, uh... That's it on that. I don't want to. I don't want to keep going on a further rant because I did. I was thinking about this thing that I read on Twitter yesterday about what um, Adam Levine from Maroon Five said about something about that there was no more bands or something like that. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? It was probably just a clickbait article. I didn't even get a chance to read it, but you know. 
to each his own, I guess. I'm like, dude, you're in a band. What do you mean there's no more bands anymore? I don't know what he meant by that, honestly. So I'm not even going to... I'm not even going to fault him for that. He probably meant something entirely different for what I read. So, But it made it seem like, it's like, dude, there's plenty of bands out there. Maybe just not ones that you like, but there's a lot of bands out there. A lot of people still playing their instruments. So not to throw shade at those that, you know, just don't and run a lot of backing tape and backing tracks and faking faking singing live whatever you want to call it lip syncing not a fan of that but nonetheless i do have a couple projects that i have lined up we'll probably be announcing them on social media as we go it's just been a lot to deal with you know on top of the the pandemic you throw in stuff you got to take care of and it's like man i still got to do this <laughs> so again i do have a lot a lot of things that I'm trying to work out with with this guitar and a lo- another little project that I have starting to develop. And what else did I have planned out? Oh, yeah. Next couple series of uh, things that I'm going to be recording for the podcast. I know in the past I have started this review series for the concerts that I went to in the last decade. That's still on the table given the fact that there's no concerts for like a whole year. I do want to finish up that series before I jump over to the next series that I have in the works, which i that's probably what I'm going to be announcing in the coming week or two or three or so. So, yeah, that's um, keeping busy, as they say. I wish I could be recording a bunch of these like I had planned to. There's just not enough time in a day. Between phone calls from work and, you know, stuff you got to go do and groceries and car maintenance and, you know, going to the dentist like I did this morning and all that stuff, you know, just taking one thing at a time. So that's it for this week's episode. If you guys would like to tune into previous episodes, be sure to check out the Hangout Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Juan underscore A underscore H and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Juan underscore A underscore Hernandez 91 for some live streaming entertainment. I will tell you that a lot of the gaming that we do, majority of the gaming that we do is non-competitive. So we are just bullshitting 99% of the time, as you will hear from our in-game chat audio. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of Call of Duty, a lot of Rocket League we just started getting into. And I do stream a lot of that stuff. As of right now, I'm doing it exclusively through there. For those that do have me on Facebook, I have streamed several games on Facebook. I feel that in my interest, is more for me to stream on Twitch right now just to try to build those numbers up but if you want to check it out it's there so hope you enjoyed this week's episode and hope you guys have a great weekend and week coming up ahead we'll see you next week